Praise God. I was sitting over there and I got to thinking about, um, you know, part of uh, fighting the good fight of faith is um, not picking up or taking back the cares that you've given to the Lord about situations. Uh, you know, you all know the scripture, casting all your care upon him because he cares for us so very much. Amen. And, um, you know, one thing that the enemy likes to bring uh, to our hearts or to our minds is a picture of things not changing. You know, now you can't live by your sight. You can't live by what by what you see. You, you can't live by what you feel. Um, you, you can't live by someone that you're praying for not changing immediately. You know, sometimes things do happen immediately. Other times it happens over a process of time. And and so therein is the fight of faith that that we, we need to make sure that we stay in and that we stay committed and submitted to what we have believed for. Amen? And one of the things that will hinder that, of course, is fear. And you all know, you know, in this church that Fear is not of God, right? You know, God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but He gave us a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. And, and so when these, when these pictures come, and, you know, the enemy will show you a vision, you know, he, is, he has pictures that he brings to our soul. So what we can do then, instead of thinking about those, and meditating on those pictures, let's meditate on God's Word. Because here's what God's Word does. God's Word also paints pictures. He's the author of vision. And really, He's the one that placed in our hearts the ability to be able to use our imagination in accordance with His will. You know, on one hand, we're to cast down the imaginations of the evil one, but on the other hand, we're to meditate in the Word of God to such a degree that all of a sudden we see ourselves healed. We see our sons and our daughters coming from afar. We, we, we see the bills paid. Amen? And, and so you can't afford then uh, to uh, live by sight because, you know, it doesn't take long to go down. Peter found that out. You know, that Jesus, you know, walked uh, to the disciples on the water and they were extremely afraid, were they not? They cried out, it's a spirit. And they were afraid. And of course, you know, Peter uh, said to Jesus, you know, Lord, if it be you, bid me to come to thee on the water. And Jesus said, come. Well, that one word come was more than enough for Peter to get out of the boat and to walk on the water. Peter did walk on the water. Now, the power was already there, and the ability was there, and it was available for Peter to walk on the water, but it never would have manifested unless Peter had not gotten out of the boat and taken that step. And so it's the same thing that's true with us. Power is everywhere present. The power of deliverance. The power of freedom. The power of... Uh, of, of the God kind and the God quality of life, it's there. But what God is requiring of His sons and His daughters is to step out of the boat. 
and step into the water. And you know something about the waves and the wind? The waves and the wind were there even when Peter stepped into the water. But now what happened to Peter is what happens to a lot of people. Instead of keeping their eyes on Jesus and on the word come, everyone say come, that one word was more than enough. That's all that Peter needed. But instead of him staying focused on what the master said and continued to keep his eyes on Jesus and walking on the water, what happened? Well, the wind was boisterous. And it, it, it seemed as if that he took his eyes off of Jesus and took his eyes off the word come and he was encompassed or distracted by the waves and all those things that were around him. And the Bible says, as a result of that, he beginning to sink. How long did it take Peter to go down? He went down just like that. And so it's the same thing that's true with us. It doesn't take us long to go down. That's why we need to keep our eyes on Jesus. We need to keep our eyes on the prize. We need to keep our eyes on the Word of God. Am I right or am I right? Well, now that we're in it, let's turn over to Matthew chapter 14. Look at Matthew chapter 14. So I want to encourage you tonight, just keep your eyes on Christ. Whatever you're facing... Whatever the devil is telling you, it'll never happen. Just don't listen to him. Keep the door shut. Slam it shut and keep it shut. In Matthew chapter 14, praise the Lord. Say this with me. The Lord is so good to us. And his mercy endures forever. Matthew the 14th chapter... And let me see if I can find the verse. I hope I can. I think I can. Oh, yes, I can. Now, this was right after Jesus fed the multitudes. I mean, it was just a miracle happened. And, you know, right after he fed the multitudes, in verse 21, it says, And they that had eaten were about 5,000 men, besides women and children. I mean, that's a bunch of mouths to feed. Talk about the miracle of multiplication. All right. And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship to go before him unto the other side. Everyone say other side. side. Now when Jesus said, we're going to the other side, we're going to make it. Right? Well, he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when everything, when evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship now was in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. Anybody ever face some contrary winds of life? Contrary storms, okay? There's always going to be something contrary to what we're believing for as long as we're here on this side. There's going to come a day where that's going to be an end and it'll subside. But as far as living in this world, he said in this world, there's going to be some trouble. Okay, so we see here that uh, he was there alone and the ship was now in the midst of the sea. Verse 24, tossed was waves for the wind was contrary. 
And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them walking on the sea. What's the fourth watch of the night? Anybody know? 3 to 6 a.m.? That's the fourth watch of the night. Okay. And so, thank you for that. Walking on the sea. He was, he was walking on the water. There weren't, there weren't stones out there that he was walking on. He was walking on the water. Wow. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spoke unto them, saying, Be of good cheer. Who is it? It is I. Be not afraid. It is I. So don't be afraid. And Peter answered and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me to come unto thee on the water. And he said, everyone say, come. Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But, okay, but when he saw the wind boisterous, he was what? He was afraid. He was afraid. He was doing good. But he was moved by what he saw. And you can be doing really good in life. Amen. Amen. Standing on God's word for healing. But when you see something that's contrary to what you believe you have received, you'll have a choice to make. Either to stay in faith or to yield to fear. A lot of people do really good until they see the doctor's report. A lot of people do really good and see that until they see the test. So we see here that Peter walked on the water, but when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, he cried, say it with me, Lord, save me. Aren't you glad we have a God that saves? And you should never get under condemnation in any way, fashion, or form if you've been like Peter. Anybody ever been like Peter before? I think if we're all honest, I think we all could say, yeah, we've been like Peter. Okay? But having been like Peter doesn't mean we need to stay like Peter. Amen. Verse 30, but when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? And in verse 32, and when they were come into the ship, what happened? The wind ceased. Doubt is the thief of God's greater blessings in your life. Doubt is a thief. It is not God's plan or God's will for us to doubt. Now, notice with me that Jesus said to him, Wherefore didst thou doubt, O ye of little faith? Now, would you agree with me tonight that Peter went a little way? He did go a little way. He had little faith, and he went a little way. Thank God for that. So, little faith will take you part of the way. 
But greater faith will take us all the way. Say that with me. Little faith will take me part of the way. But greater faith will take me all the way. So we could say this, and I think it's relatable to all of us. See, there's a switch, I believe, in the realm of the Spirit. I like to call it, as others do, the switch of faith. There's a switch that we turn on. It is the switch of faith. And when we turn the switch of faith on, the power of God is activated. The power of the Lord is manifested. But it's my responsibility and your responsibility not to turn the switch off. We cannot be on and off. On and off. What God is saying to us tonight is keep the switch of faith turned on. And keep the switch of faith turned on all the time. Amen. On a sunny day. On a rainy day. On a snowy day. Whatever kind of day it is, keep the switch of faith, what? Turned on. Otherwise, we become people that waver. That we are one day up, one day down, one day back, and the other day forth. And you know what the Bible says in the book of James about he that wavers? Look at James chapter 1 and verse 6, if you would. Just go in your Bible. James, the book of James. What's James in Spanish? What is it? I can't hear you. Jaime. Okay. I thought it was Diego for some reason. What's Diego? Santiago. Okay. All right. Look at James. Look at James chapter 1. They're going to get it. Okay, let's read this together. This is just, you know, we're just taking a few minutes tonight to exhort you to continue to hold fast to what we believe for at the altar today. Don't let those pictures that you see when you go home bring you down. Get a new picture. Notice, James 1, 6, let's read it. But let him ask in faith... Nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. So there's this wavering that is taking place in Peter's life. We could say that he had the switch on, but the circumstances caused the switch to be turned off. Amen? And so what we want to do is we want to keep the switch of faith on. See, power was manifested when he stepped out of the boat. In Hebrews, he says, For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them, but the word did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. So something changed. Something changed. What caused Peter to begin to change and to waver? 
He started looking at something else. So how then am I supposed to, and are you supposed to, keep the switch of faith turned on? One way we do that is keep walking by faith. The other way that we do that is we keep talking by faith. And we keep calling those things that we see which be not as though they were. And we call those things which be not as though they were until they are. Amen. For example, in a physical battle, you may have a diagnosis of kidney disease, right? And you may be doing something that you need to be doing, cooperating with medical science. Nothing wrong with that. That's fine. But our confidence and our faith should not be in what medical science can do. Our confidence in our faith should be in what Christ has already done. Amen. Nothing wrong with processing out through medical science, but I want you to know this, that Jesus is the great physician. He is the Lord that cures us. He is the Lord that mends us. He is the Lord that keeps us whole. Amen. Oh my. And so, I believe this, that you can talk to your kidneys. You can talk to your kidneys. You can speak words of life over your kidneys. Pastor Mark, how would that look like? What would that sound like? Let me give you an example. I call my kidneys whole in Jesus' name. I call every organ and every tissue of my body functioning in the perfection to which God created them to function. I call my kidneys whole. I call them well in Jesus' name. Amen. That's how you keep the switch of faith turned on. Amen. Whether it's your heart, your liver, your pancreas, your knees, whatever the case may be. Faith calls those things which be not as though they were until they are. So we keep the switch of faith turned on by staying in faith, by calling those things as being not as though they were. Another way that we can keep the switch of faith turned on so that we're not on and off, up and down, is we need to get into some serious praise. Once we have believed, once we have released our faith, like we did tonight, we teamed up on the devil tonight. What you ought to be doing then tonight when you go home before you go to sleep is lift up your hands or lift up your voice and say, God, I praise you. I call it done. I thank you that it is finished. Amen. See, a lot of people do not want to believe it is finished. You know, if Jesus could say it is finished before he went into the pit of hell on our behalf, if he could say it is finished, we can sure enough say it is finished before the doctors say it's finished. We can say it is finished before Wall Street says it's finished. We can say debt free before we see debt free. Because we have debt freedom in our hearts. Glory to God. I'm preaching myself happy. Continue to walk by faith. 
Continue to keep your eyes on the prize. Continue to call the things that be not as though they were. Continue to lift up your voice and praise Him in your midnight hour. Continue to give God the glory. And you'll go from the boat to the water and you'll walk all the way to Jesus and you'll take Him by the hand and He'll walk you back to the boat. Somebody says, yeah, but Pastor, I don't know. I just don't know if I can do that. I've failed. I've sunk before. Well, I'll raise both hands. I've sunk several times before. But you know what I've discovered? God's a God of mercy. I said, God's a God of mercy. God's a God of salvation. And He's never going to condemn you or beat you over the head because maybe you had a faith failure. What He's going to do is put His loving arm around you and said, Son, daughter, you did okay up to this point. Now, let's get back into the fight of faith. Let's get back into the arena and let's take back the ground that we've lost. Amen. Amen. Woo, glory to God. Peter cried out, Lord, save me. Another way we can say is, Lord, help. (laughs) Oh, how come on somebody. Let's give God praise tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, another area that we mess up on is we're waiting on something to happen that's already happened. We're waiting for someday to be healed when God said, by His stripes, you were healed. When God said, I was wounded for your transgressions, bruised for your iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon you, and with my stripes you are healed. Well, I'll believe it when the report says. Well, whose report are you leaning on? Whose report will you believe? We must believe the report of the Lord, and when we believe the report of the Lord, other reports are just going to have to follow suit. Ha-ha. Go ahead and laugh a little bit. Ha-ha-ha. <laughs> glory to God. Thank you, Lord. I like it. You see, it's not about getting God to do something. It's about us just receiving what He's already made available to us. Lift up a hand toward the Lord and say, I am a believer. And I am a receiver. Say this with me. This is my receiving day. What are we talking about? We're talking about a past tense accomplishment which brings present tense results. Do you see that? It's finished. It's past tense. And if we'll believe it, and we'll receive it, and we'll hold fast to it, it will bring a present tense result into our lives. Hallelujah. So the neat thing about it is, is we don't have to beg. We don't have to beg. Uh Uh-uh. We don't have to beg. Believers are not beggars. Believers are believers. And believers are receivers. Amen. 
So, say with me, I'm going to keep the switch of faith. I'm going to keep it turned on. So you come to church Sunday, you get all stoked up. Glory to God. You hear a great message on healing or our finances, but by Tuesday... It's like, oh, Jesus, help me, Lord, help me, Lord, help me, Jesus, help me. That's why I don't look at finances on Mondays. I haven't looked at the finances of the church for months. I haven't. I've got people that do that. And then occasionally what I'll do is I'll look and my flesh sometimes wants to scream but instead of screaming, I say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The angels are working. The money will come. How, woo, some of you need to say that in your personal life. Raise both hands and say, thank you, Lord. The angels are working. They're bringing the money in. We need to do that again. Thank you, Lord. Angels are working. They're bringing the money in. That's a whole lot better than getting an ulcer. That's a whole... Let me tell you something. It's a whole lot better than going to your calculator and trying to figure it out. Have you noticed that us trying to figure things out just don't work? Sometimes I think what we need to do is put the calculator in the drawer and leave it there. Say it with me. The angels are working. They're bringing the money in. I like how, how Mark Hankin says, and I, I caught this when I was with him last time he was with us. He said, the money will come. The money will come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The job will come. The sun will come. The glory is here. Hallelujah. These are things that we must keep active in our lives daily. Remember over in... uh, Romans 1, he said, the just shall what? Shall live by faith. Not just when things get tough, not just when there's a need, but living by faith means it's a way of life. You get up in the morning by faith. Some of you need to do a little bit better job than that. (laughs) You, you, You go to sleep in faith. Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Let's praise Him for a moment. Glory to God. Glory, 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 glory. Thank you, Lord. As it is written, I've made you a father of many nations, God said to Abraham. Before Him whom we believe, even God who quickens the dead and calls those things which be not as though they were, who against natural hope 
he believed and expected in the God kind of hope so that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was what? Spoken. Amen? Amen. He considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old, neither the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not. That word stagger is the word waver. He wavered not. He avoided what happened to Peter by considering not. He avoided what happened to Peter by staggering not. Do you see that? He considered not. He staggered not. At the promise of God through unbelief, right? But, notice this next part. What was he? He was strong where? He was strong in faith. And then it goes on to say, giving glory, not to him, giving glory to God. That's Romans chapter 4. Amen. So he didn't waver. He stayed steady. And boy, don't you know, he had the opportunity to waver. He had the opportunity to stagger. And it goes on to say, and therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness. And I love this in verse 24, 25. It says, now it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but for you also. To whom it shall be imputed if we believe on him that raised Jesus Christ, our Lord, from the dead. Hallelujah. So just a little lesson on faith tonight. Is that okay? Keep the switch of faith turned on. Don't turn it off. And I found this way, one way to keep the switch of faith turned on is keep my mouth moving and speaking what God's Word says. Let's do that for about two or three minutes. Let's all stand up right now. And let's take our place in Christ and let's speak God's Word over several areas of our lives. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Just lift a hand toward heaven right now. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Now say this with me. I stand fast, I stand fast. in the freedom, in the freedom. Where, Christ has set me free. where Christ has set me free. And I keep the door shut, the door shut. On, fear on fear and doubt and unbelief. Doubt and unbelief. I, refuse I refuse to be entangled again, be entangled again. with any yoke of bondage. I'm a child of God, and I am free, and I have been delivered. I believe that I receive healing from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. By His stripes, I was healed. It's a past tense accomplishment bringing present tense results in my life. And I stand on my covenant because I am a giver and because I am a tither. I have a biblical right to believe for all of my needs to be met over and above more than more than 
more than enough. My God is El Shaddai. He is my great compensator. He is my abundant compensation. And our God, look at your neighbor and say, your God. Point to yourself and say, but my God, He supplies all of my need, every one of them, in every area of my life, spiritually, emotionally, physically, relationally, financially. He is my supplier. And He supplies all our need. He supplies all our need. It's a past tense accomplishment bringing present tense results in my life. He does so because He loves me. He does so because He's good. And He supplies every need. According to His riches in glory by Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Oh, now say this with me. This just came up in my spirit. The windows of heaven. They're open. The windows are open. The windows of heaven are open. Oh, great abundance is coming my way. I'm not seeking it. I'm not looking after it, but the blessings are hunting me down. They're overtaking me because I'm not just a hearer of the word, but I am a doer. I am a doer. I am a doer of God's word. Now, devil, I take authority over you. We take corporate authority tonight. Take your hands off our bodies. Take your hands off our finances. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. The angels are working. Bringing the money in. Hallelujah. What if you were to do that every day? Ooh, man. The sun would look better. Even the gray would look better if you did that. (laughs) Hallelujah. Changing the landscape of your life. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So the things that we see were not made of things which do appear. Hallelujah. God has given us creative power. And with our creative power, we can speak to our world. We can speak to our lives and the landscape of our lives can be changed. Amen. He's a good God. He's the God of the turnaround. Don't let any nagging spirits talk you into depression. Don't let any evil spirit tell you that you have to be depressed. You don't have to be depressed. You can be full of joy. Amen? Amen. Just put on the garment of praise and keep it on. Amen? Amen. And it'll do you good in the morning. Do a little shouting. Do a little rejoicing. Amen? Amen. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Hallelujah.
So say this with me. I speak to my soul. I call my emotions stable. I call my mind clear. I have the mind of Christ. And I am full of peace. I resist anxiety and the effects of it. Just put your hand over your chest like this and say, I receive great peace in my soul. It is well. It is well with my soul. Now let's raise both hands and thank him. Thank you, Lord.